Greetings, everyone. Master Grogan here, ready to rock your world with another exciting Kickin' Life podcast. Hey, as you know, we talk about it a lot. Not if, but when the world kicks your butt. I'm here to motivate, inspire, and kick your butt back up. And that's the whole essence of the Kickin' Life podcast, to help you live your best kickin' life. So buckle up. Here we go. Kicking lifers out there, how we doing today? Hope you're having a fantastic day. Thank you so very much for taking time out of your busy day, your busy schedule, to join me here, Master Grogan, on the Kicking Life podcast, folks. This is number one oh two, episode number one oh two. Yeah, baby, yes. And this is airing the Monday after Thanksgiving. So hopefully you had a wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving weekend with your family your friends, your loved ones. Hopefully you spend time and kind of absorb the gratitude and the gratefulness. Now, if you listen to the last podcast, episode 101, that's what we talked about, right? Being thankful and grateful every day for the blessings that you have. Of course, it's easy for me to say it. It's easy for anybody to say it. Unfortunately, it's much tougher to do it if you're not used to doing it. But condition yourself to start doing that on a regular basis. And before you know it, what you look for, you'll surely find. You'll start to have more things to be grateful for and you're still always going to have a ton of things to complain about because it seems like everybody in society has something to complain about, right? Well, start blocking those things out. Start blocking those people out. Stop blo- start blocking those thoughts out. And that's what today's episode is all about. It's the priceless value of time. Yeah. Priceless value of time. You know, you can't put a price on time. You know, there's an old saying, you can always make more money but you can never make more time. Now, as those words are coming out of my mouth and I'm hearing them, (laughs) when I first heard that, I was like, yeah, but, uh, you know, I never have enough money to pay the bills. And yeah, but it's easy for you to say, man. And but, you know, you excuses. Blah, 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 blah. Reminds me of, uh, what was it? (laughs) Hotel Transylvania. I don't say blah, 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 blah. But unfortunately, I heard a lot of blah, 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 blah. And I wanted to say blah, 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 blah. I'm kind of derailing here. <laughs> Your time's valuable, and here you're listening to me say blah, 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 blah. No, but when I first heard those things, and those that listen to the show on a regular basis, you know that uh, six years ago was a transformational time for me. That's when I, I first heard of Zig Ziglar and Jim Rome. First time I picked up a book, and who knows how long. And in the past six years, I've been fortunate enough to engulf uh, through Audible and regular books and uh, what, e-books and conferences, and seminars, and webinars, and now I've got my own podcast. Man, oh man, thousands upon thousands upon thousands of hours of listening to those, and TED Talks. I think I've got, what was I at, uh, closing on almost 500 books, Audible and regular books combined, and the e-books, and uh, um, what are those other little thingamajangers? Uh, they're not just a pamphlet or one page. I don't count that as a book. <laughs> Hey, I read 500 pages, so that's got to be 500 books, right? Yeah, no, no. They're actual real books. Kind of having a brain freeze. Maybe it's an e-book that I'm trying to think of. But there's those little books that are about 100 pages long. Anyway, uh, a lot of those, a lot of wisdom and knowledge packed into those little guys, right? And then, of course, you got some books that are 500 pages long, and they're just intimidating as heck to look at. Now, usually I go with the Audible on those. And uh, I've got in my Audible account right at 300 books. And it's powerful. I can listen to that any given time. And I always try and start the day with it, 
sometime during the middle of the day if I'm in the car, plug it in, and then at night. So you're constantly planting those seeds. But why I'm telling you this is I started investing in my time. I started spending my time wisely and doors started to open up. Things started to happen that weren't happening before. Now, I'm a heck of a lot busier than I used to be, but I'm also getting a lot more done because I've got the knowledge, wisdom, strength, power, and resources, the people I surround myself with in order to help me get these things done. So today's episode, we're going to talk about that. Value your time. Put a price on your time. Put a price on everything you do that involves your time. And of course, anything you do is going to involve time, right? Now, there's, as we know, 24 hours in the day. There's 1,440 minutes in a day. And there's 86,400 seconds in a day. Think about those numbers for a minute. Now, I want you to think about this. I want you to think about each day you're given $86,400. Every day, $86,400. Here you go. Spend it any way you want. But once it's gone, it's gone. And for those out there saying, man, I would save that or I'd invest it. I'd do this and that. Well, you can invest it. Absolutely. But you can't save it. It's gone. Every second. Every second you're listening right now is costing you a dollar. What? I better invest my time a little better, right? That's why I got to work my butt off to present the best material. So, so you're getting the best investment, the best return on your investment, best return on the hard-earned money that you're making here. So you're paying for it. And what I mean by investing it, listen to this podcast. That is a tremendous investment because I'm planting the seeds. I'm giving you the knowledge, the wisdom from almost 500 books that I've read in the past six years, the hundreds of conferences and seminars and talks and mastermind groups that I've gone to, the countless webinars and TED Talks, all that knowledge I try and project through so I, uh, where I didn't think I had a brain before. Now I, I think I've got one. Actually, there's some thought up there, which is amazing. But I'm trying to share all that wisdom and knowledge. So yeah, I encourage you to go out and read and do all the things that I've done. But if you don't have the time or if you don't feel like doing it, I'm going to share with you the wisdom and knowledge I've gained. And I'm working with some incredible people. One of my mentors right now is uh, Chris Widener. Fantastic. He worked with Zig Ziglar and Jim Rohn. Yeah. And our friends in the martial arts industry, I could go down, Kiyoshi Dave Kovar, Master Chip Townsend, Brandon Beliso, Melody Schumann, Christopher Rappold, uh, just countless different wonderful folks that I'm working with, and I'm bringing all that knowledge. And then in, in the midst of that, I've become incredibly good friends with Benji Molina, which is Yadier Molina's older brother, because like-minded people, they attract, baby. And by me passing this on to you, you start thinking a little bit differently. Now, some of your friends maybe that you've been around before, and this is another use of time. Maybe they're the friends that bring you down. Maybe the friends that don't bring out the best in you. Maybe they're the friends that make you feel bad about having goals and aspirations and dreams. Well, think about the time you spend with them. Am I investing to make me a better person? Or am I just burning money? Am I just throwing money away? And what I mean by that is if friends you're around, it's okay to hang out with friends and reminisce about the past from time to time. Especially the good old days. I get it. But if you find you do that the majority of the time, the good old days aren't going to get you forward to create more good old days. No, you've got to invest. Every single day, we're changing. I know, I don't like to admit it, but every second of the day, every minute of the day, every hour of the day, we're getting older. That means we have less time to live. I know it's a little bit of a morbid thought, but that's the reality of thing, folks. That's it, man. Yeah. And you're making a choice every single second, every single minute, every single hour of a day on how I'm going to invest that money. 
that $86,400. I'm going to invest that time, which is essentially priceless. I mean, you really can't put a price on time, but I thought by connecting the seconds in the day with $86,000, $86,400 would kind of help draw that in. Because most of us think, and you know, I'm guilty of it too, that we've got endless amount of time. No, no, we don't. It's very limited. There's a limit on that time. It's not limitless. It is a, there is a limit. Got tongue tied there. Maybe I better take a drink of water. <laughs> there we go. So, as I mentioned, that's the whole part of this episode is the price of time and what you spend that time on. So, I want to dive right in. A little story I heard. You've got your $86,400, right? Here you go. Somebody comes along and steals 10 of your dollars. 10 of your dollars. Yeah. Well, I was like, son of a gun, that's 10 bucks, man. Well, essentially, if we're looking at the second factor, that's only 10 seconds. Only 10 seconds. You still have, what, what, let me see if we can do the math, 86,400 minus 10, so 86,390 seconds or $90 left in your day. Now, would you spend $1,000 trying to get back at that person to get your $10 back? Would you? Somebody say, well, yeah, I would. All right, 10,000, 20, 30,000, 40,000. How about all 86,400? Would you spend all of that to get your $10 back? And some people are going to go, yeah, because, you know, I, I, they, they, they deserved it. I need to give them peace of my mind, which I'll tie into in just a little bit about peace of the mind and how much that really cost you. But most sane people would say, oh, my gosh, yeah, they shouldn't have taken my 10 seconds or my 10 bucks, but they did let it go. How often, how often do we let something a five or 10 second engagement with somebody ruin us for the rest of the day, bankrupt us for the rest of the day. Something happened, maybe somebody cut us off in traffic or maybe we let somebody out in traffic and they didn't give us the wave that we're looking for. So what do we do? That son of a gun, gosh dang it, what the heck, this is the last time I'm freaking letting somebody out. We go on a little pity party, a little rampage. How can I say that? Because I've done it. <laughs> I've done it. And listeners, you know, I'm going to share, I'm going to be vulnerable, I'll open my heart up and tell you all the goofy stuff I've done before because I know I can connect and relate to most of you out there because we've all done it before. And then we do it and we're like, oh my gosh, you're right. So essentially, that little five, 10 second engagement, I spend the next who knows how long fretting over it, right? I'm ticked off. I'm mad about it. And then I get to work or I get home. And what do you do? You get to work, you tell your coworkers, oh man, I'll tell you what, there's no manners left in this world. There's no discipline. There's no respect. These darn people, I let this guy out in traffic. I didn't have to do it, but I did it anyway. And you know, you think, you think he could just simply acknowledge and give me a wave. But oh no, he can't do that because he's too doggone busy. Who knows what's going on in his life? He's driving around. How much time have you just spent talking about that? Not to mention the time you wasted thinking about it on the way to work, on the way home to your wife, right? Now, I say this because I've done it. I get home and I'm, I'm frustrated about maybe something that happened. Maybe something didn't go my way. Maybe a video didn't turn out right. Or maybe, um, I don't know, something happened to the academy that I'm not happy about. You know, a, a million, gazillion. And you can plug your own pieces in there. You've got your own stories, right? So I get home and I'm frustrated about this. I don't even take time to recognize that my wife has cleaned the house. She's made supper. She got dressed up, looks beautiful as can be. Oh, no, no, no. That's, that, that's valuable time. I should see that. 
I should recognize that. I should appreciate that. But oh no, I've got more important things to worry about because somebody at the studio decided that they didn't want to do it anymore and they quit taking classes. You know, a kid eh, didn't want to leave his room because he'd rather play video games instead of come to the studio and work hard and become a better person. I allowed silly nonsense like that to frustrate me to the point that not only did I give away my time thinking about that, give away my precious money, time, when I got home, instead of appreciating the beauty that I have, my beautiful wife, and she worked her butt off on, you know, having the house look good, and she always does, she does a great job at this, but had dinner ready, I didn't acknowledge any of that. How many of us are guilty of that? Yeah, and some of us might be saying, oh my gosh, you're a horrible person. Well, if you think I am, I'm sorry. I'm being horribly honest here and vulnerable, saying we all do it. We all do it. But by me bringing it up, by me sharing a personal story with you, hopefully that resonates with you. So you stop and think about all the things we do have to be grateful for. And stop and think about how are we investing our time, our energy, our money, our most valuable resource on the planet. Time, right? Because we only got so much of it, folks. Only so much of it. And if we waste it on things that don't serve us, if we waste it on things that aren't benefiting our growth, if we waste it on things that aren't making us happy or helping others become happy, what are we doing? What are we doing? I know, now it's easy for me to say these things, but I say it, baby, because I need to hear it too. And I know from the, the emails and the Facebook and Instagram messages and the people I meet out and, you know, after speeches and meet out in society and meet in our community, they're coming up. And I tell you what, folks, please don't be ever afraid to come up uh, and, and say hello. Say thank you if, you know, if, 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 you're, if you're grateful. But folks come up all the time and say, man, you're making a difference. You're making an impact. Boy, I listened to that story you told, and that really helped me. I was, able, I was able to resonate with that. I was able to connect with that. Oh, I didn't realize how valuable time was. All these things. So, folks, please continue doing that because I'm a human being, too. Sometimes I feel like, man, am I really making an impact? All these hours I spend doing this, is, is it really worth it? I'm a human. We all think that from time to time. But by you taking time out of your busy day, and I know how busy everybody is and how sacred time is, the fact that you're doing that means the world to me, and that's why I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. That's why I'm going to keep being vulnerable. That's why I'm going to keep saying, hey, I love you. And I mean that. People say, how, how do you love people you don't even see? You can't even, because I'm sending that word out. You're hearing that word. We're, we're, we're often free about using the word hate, I hate this, I hate that, I hate this. But we rarely say love. Why not? I don't know. Now, I'm not going to go all kumbaya on you. <laughs> if that's your thing, that's great. There's a lot more love there than there is on the other side, the hateful side, right? But by saying that word, just saying it and letting you hear it and letting it resonate in your brain sparks something, doesn't it? Yeah. I love you. When's the last time you told your kids you love them? Hopefully every day. How about your parents? Huh. I know. Get you thinking. Well, that's what I'm wanting to do here. Get back to the price of what we pay every single second of every single day. Think about it. So back to the story. Somebody cut you off or you let them out and they didn't uh, acknowledge you with a wave. How long, how much time, energy, and once again, if you're looking at terms of money, even though time's priceless, how much money would you spend on that? Would you spend the rest of your $86,400 over the $10 they took from you? Wow. Is that powerful? Chew on that for a second. Mm. So, 
You want another example? And this one's going to hit home for a lot of us. Because I just, just a few days ago, even though I know this, even though I <laughs> preach it, so to speak, to you, even though I talk about it a lot in my seminars and my conferences and my uh, uh, YouTube videos, I still do it from time to time. But that's why I keep talking about it. Because I want to get better at it. Now, some folks may say, well, man, you're nothing but a hypocrite. You tell us to do stuff, you don't do it yourself. I'm a work in progress. You know, there's a great song that said, God isn't finished yet. <laughs> God's not finished with me yet. He's not finished with you yet. As long as we're consciously trying to make an effort to do that, thinking, you know what, I want to get better. And that's my daily prayer. Uh, once again, our regular listeners, you, you, you know this, you've heard this before. Our new listeners, once again, thank you so very much for taking time out of your busy day, time to be with me, to be with our tribe, to be with our audience, to be with our group of life changers. We're making our society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live because collectively we're all doing individual things to empower, empower, baby, and that's inspiration and motivation times 10. That's empowerment. Empower people to become their personal best, whatever your personal best is and whatever your area of life you want to improve in. So anyway, God's not finished with me yet. He's not finished with you yet. So we're keep, we keep working at this thing. But the biggest thing that I've ha- that's helped me is admitting my faults, being humble, dropping, checking, kicking that ego out the door. I wrote an article not too long ago called Ego Versus Humility. It was pretty powerful. And I, I shared in the article, I didn't think I had an ego years ago, which if you think about that, if you don't think you have an ego, that just goes to tell you how far your ego is probably out of control, right? <laughs> so anyway being humble, being vulnerable, laying my heart out, saying I love you, and meaning it, yeah, and admitting my mistakes. And as Socrates says, which has quickly become one of my favorite quotes of all times, what did Socrates say? All I know is I know nothing. How's that for humility, right? Keep an open mind, always willing to learn, always willing to absorb knowledge. There we go. So I've made my share of mistakes. I continue to make them, as frustrating as that is for me, but by being humble enough to admit it, That's how we're going to grow. That's how we're going to move forward. That's how we're going to invest our time to make things better. And also investing that time, your kids, they see how you act. They see how you respond. They see how you talk to people. You're in another story? (laughs) Bing, bang, boom on stories. I got to make sure I don't lose track and don't get back on the uh, Facebook message. So I'll, I'll circle that in my notes here to remind myself of that. Facebook message story. All right. Okay, here's the other story. It just kind of popped in my head to get to talking about these things, and that's how it goes. A lady's driving along in traffic, and she's got her six-year-old daughter in, in the back. And her daughter's playing around, just kind of bopping around, just, you know, as kids. Not a care in the world, just loving life, looking at the trees, wondering, you know, uh, uh, what, wherever they're going, how exciting it's going to be, thinking about last night. You know, kids, man, it'd be good to step back in that, wouldn't it? With all the knowledge and experience we have right now, well, once again, investment in time and you'll be able to do that. No, you'll never be a kid again, but why would you want to, right? You've got all the knowledge and wisdom experience of all the years of of growth. Learn from that. Use that. So anyway, driving along, and the mom has come to a screeching halt. Traffic is all backed up, and the mom starts to open her mouth. And before the words come out of the mom's mouth, the little girl in the back, Starts in, 
Oh my gosh, this freaking traffic, these freaking morons don't know how to freaking drive. Unbelievable. We almost had a freaking wreck because this moron in front of us is driving crazy. That person behind us, what an idiot. And this person over here, what are they doing talking on their cell phone? Six-year-old girl. Mom was going to say it. The words were about to come out of mom's mouth. But suddenly, this little girl says everything. Mom just looks in the rearview mirror, looks at her daughter, and then looks at herself in the rearview mirror and thinks, oh my gosh. Now, how did the daughter learn that? You know how she learned it. She heard it from her mom countless times over and over and over and over again to the point, to the point where she said before the mom could say it. But the mom taught her. And that's my point, folks. Kids learn from us. You may not think they're listening, but man, they're listening and they're hearing, which is kind of crazy, especially for kids, because <laughs> when you want them to listen and you want them to learn and you want to teach them a life lesson, it's like, you know, they're not getting it. It's like you're speaking German or something, speaking a foreign language. They don't understand that. But when you say the things that you don't want them to hear, those are those <laughs> sticky that stick in their head, right? Yeah. The other stuff just poop, slides on out. And an example of that is how many times have you told your kids one thing about maybe putting their shoes side by side or making eye contact or being respectful or saying please and thank you. And then you go to somebody else. And we have this every single day at the Marshall Arts Academy. <laughs> a kid will come here and uh, we'll say, hey, I want you to put your shoes side by side. There you go. Nice and neat. And use our good words. What please and thank you. Very, very good. Make eye contact. Give me a high five. Good. Hang your jacket up. Don't throw it on the floor. Exact same thing the parents have said hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times. And the kids, I don't know, it just whoop, slides on out. They don't get it. It doesn't stick. But yet somebody else says it, and the kid's like, oh, that's a great idea. I never thought of that. And then what do the parents say? And we've all been in this situation before. Parents are like, how many times have I told you that at home? I talk to you, and it just it doesn't stick. Somebody else says the exact same thing, but yet they get it. And I've been on both sides, folks. My parents used to say the same thing to me. I didn't get it. Somebody else would say something. I'm like, oh, yeah. Dad's like, oh, what? How many times, son? <laughs> and, uh, and at home, I've got to sometimes put on the Master Grogan hat. And the kids, uh, i got great kids. I really do. Shout out to them for being so wonderful and so awesome. And, you know, uh, early on in the career there, I brought a lot of stress and baggage and worry and some guilt and everything else home, which was, was not the best environment. And I apologize to them often because occasionally I'll still – Lose my temper a little bit, but then I, I'm getting better about catching myself and backing off and saying, hey, is this a good use of time? Is this the message I want to send to my kids? Is this how they want to remember dad? Think about that. Stop before you do it. And you're going to screw up. You're going to make mistakes. I still do. We all still do. Because once again, still a work in progress, baby. And that's what helps move me along so I don't beat myself up too much and feel too guilty about all of it. But anyway, the, oh, where were that? the story. So that child had learned, obviously, that behavior, those words from her mom. And right then in that moment, the mom caught it. And the same thing on the other side, like I said, things like that stick in their brains. You almost wish they wouldn't. But things you want to stick, for some reason, don't. But that's the beauty of what we do at our martial arts academy, what I do with my speeches, the video blogs, the podcast, and to my kids and our team that's growing and growing and growing is continuously trying to present the good things that stick as opposed to the negative things. Because it's uh, the negatives everywhere. Good message there. Thinking about your use of time, how you're spending that time, what you're spending it on, and what you're doing with that time. Obviously, if you're doing a good job with your kids, spending that time 
That, that is investing your time in their future, right? Helping them grow up to be respectful, responsible adults. Good stuff. So, circling back around to the Facebook story. So, I, um, we had our black belt testing a couple Saturdays ago, and it was, it was fantastic. These, these kids, my, uh, unbelievable. And the beautiful thing about it, growing the martial arts academy the way we have, my team, the instructors, uh, Nathan was head of the, we're kind of grooming him to be a manager of the academy. Wonderful job. My son Austin, fantastic at being the program director. Well, we had, uh, to reach black belt takes right around five and a half, six years in our, uh, in our academy. And I want them to be the very best they can be mentally, physically, spiritually, and spiritually and emotionally kind of go hand in hand there. Uh, the mental side is they believe in themselves. They realize the power they're possessing and also kind of the code of the samurai. And the code of the samurai is to serve. That's what samurai actually means, to serve others. And then the physical side, the physical development to get the absolute most they can out of their physical body. And everybody's different, but if they do their best, they're going to become their best. They put forth their best, they're going to achieve things they never thought possible. And the mental, I'm sorry, the uh, spiritual, emotional side, that's all about that internal belief, that confidence in your heart that I'm going to give everything I've got, I'm going to leave it all out there because I owe it to myself. I owe it to my family. I owe it to my instructors. But most importantly, I owe it to, and you know, I'm a Christian. I believe in God, and I, uh, I give thanks to God every day. But some people aren't, and that's okay. But you believe in something bigger than you, that it, the universe doesn't revolve around you. You are just a little speck in the universe, and that's that humility coming out. So anyway, they, they, they rocked it out. And during this whole process, I only attended two of their black belt trainings. Now, before I was there, Every single class, every single hour, every single minute. But slowly but surely, training Nathan and Austin and Morgan and uh, Daniel and now Meredith, our rock star head instructors, they took care of it for me. It was it was fantastic. It's the first time I've kind of stepped back and let them do it. And, man, they were good. And that's another lesson I'm learning is uh, I, I found this word. Listen to this word, folks, because some of you probably really need to hear it because I know I needed to hear it. And to me, it was a dirty word. A real dirty word. You ready? What's going through your head? What word are you thinking of? Hmm. Delegate. Was that the word? Some of you are saying yes. Some of you are saying no. Some of you are like, what the heck are you talking about? <laughs> delegate. Yes. Because why don't we delegate stuff? Because no one can do it as good as I can. No one is as good at this. I, if, I, if somebody else does it, they're going to do it wrong. I've said it. You've probably said it. Well, the truth is, if you train them right and delegate those things that they can do, you can move on to bigger things. You can help your business grow. You can identify areas that need your attention that only you can fix by letting them do the things that they're good at. You teach them right. You train them right. You bring them up right. You delegate those things off. And before you know it, Nathan is now delegating stuff that he's gotten better at that he can pass on to somebody else. I'm like, whoa, that's fantastic. But it's got to start from the top. You got to believe enough in them to de- delegate. Now, don't just aimlessly throw stuff at anybody because that will cause more headaches, frustration, concern. You actually have to have the right person and then train them up in order to ha- know how to do it. So anyway, boom, back around. These these candidates rocked it out. They they were fantastic, wonderful tests. Probably one of our best tests we've ever had. And uh, during the midst of it, the board breaking comes along, and it's always a struggle. I use real wood. I just go to Lowe's or Home Depot and buy the wood, cut it up myself. And the big reason for that is I believe that I don't want to give a child a false sense of hope. 
meaning they actually have to break the board. They have to have the technique, not just the physical, but the mental and the spiritual as well. And when it's like, what does what the mental and the spiritual have to do with it? The mental is that belief in herself, and that spirit is that drive to keep going and not giving up until the job is done, until the board is broke. I'm going to do this. So they all have to connect. Well, a couple of our friends, um, it was a little bit of a challenge. I mean, they had been at the academy since 8.30 in the morning. We went through several clinics, and they were on the floor till uh, I think the testing ended 3.30, quarter to 4. So that was a long day for them, right? So breaking comes up around 3 o'clock. And they, uh, a couple of our friends struggled with it. I mean, they really did. But I never like to see a kid fail because we're never going to let them fail because they're not going to give up. Even struggling, you know, it's hard watching a kid do their very best and it's just not working. But by pushing, by motivating, by saying the right things, by helping them believe in themselves, develop that confidence, saying, you can do it, say, I can do it, I can do it, I believe in me, I'm awesome. Saying those things and getting the crowd cheering behind them creates that energy. They dig deeper than they ever thought they could dig. They find something they never thought they had in themselves. And then they do it. And the elation, oh my gosh. So new followers, if you haven't checked out my pages yet, I got our, our martial arts page is Grogan's Martial Arts, G-R-O-G-A-N-S, and then martial arts. And then we've got uh, my Kick and Life with Master Grogan page. That starts every day with inspiration, motivation. It's there. And then our Instagram channel is Kick and Life underscore Master Grogan. And Kickin is K-I-C-K-I-N, Life, L-I-F-E, Master, M-A-S-T-E-R, Grogan, G-R-O-G-A-N. Anyway, I posted these videos on I'm so proud. This one little guy, it took him about 10 attempts. And you could see it in his eyes. Actually, videotaped right from the, <laughs> from the front there where uh, the examining board. I mean, used to do this stuff because I wanted to be, oh, proper and that's not protocol and that's not discipline. You know what? There's something to be said about kind of that hardcore line. But there's also something to be said about helping a child battle through, persevere, and not give up, and then reap the benefits of that. So that, that's, I've kind of changed a few things there. But anyway, he did it. He finally did it. And the uh, applause from the crowd and the elation and the feeling good. And, oh, it was just so heartfelt. Go, go to our, our page there and check that thing out. It, it'll warm your heart. It really, really will. But it's just a kind of a snippet of what we do at the academy to help these kids out because we want to make society a better place to live. And another friend, he, uh, um, I had him do two boards instead of one because, well, I didn't even tell him prior to that. I was like, you know what I think we're going to do? We're going to have you break two boards instead of one. And his eyes lit up. I said, I believe in you. Who believes in Pete here? And everybody started cheering. And it took him a few ties, but he got it. So my story, I post these videos and, you know, laying it out there, exciting. And, you know, likes and loves and comments and shares. And, oh, it's just, all. Oh, this was great. This touched my heart. This was so inspirational. Thank you so much for sharing. This helped me battle through. Just watching him, I was there. And the mom said, hey, being a mom, I, I, was, I was there with him. My heart was on right there. And then he finally did it, you know, I started crying. And, yeah, it was an emotional time. And everybody felt good about it. And some of the greatest martial artists in the world, some of my greatest friends in the world um, were posting things. Master Chip Townsend, who's a 14-time world-breaking champion, he posted some comments. So they're flooding in. And then, of course, some of you may know where I'm going. Then a few trolls pop up, poof, poof, trying to steal the thunder, trying to take away from this kid with some negative, horrible, and then some just flat-out dumb comments. One person even said, well, if, if you knew what you were doing, you would know to turn the board sideways so he could have broke it easier. Well, <laughs> 
I've been in martial arts almost 40 years. I've trained with some of the best in the world. I, I think I got a pretty good idea of how to hold the board. And even more so, I know that if you hold the board sideways, you're going cross grain, that sucker's never going to break. So, so, of course, my fingers are burning on the keypad. I was going to fire back and teach this person a lesson. Oh, I'll show you. And I thought, wait a minute, is this really worth it? And then part of me said, you know, I want to educate this person. And I want to also deliver a right hook of reality and say, who are you to try and take away from this kid's joy by saying something disrespectful about the process? But I didn't. I, I typed some stuff up, but then I deleted it. I got up, walked around. I felt good. I'm like, nicely done. And then another one comes in. Didn't bother with it. And I posted in several different groups and sometimes in these martial arts groups. I don't know. You've got these keyboard warrior tough guys and they're all about, I, I guess, the only way to make their ego or inflate their ego to make them feel good is flat out bullying, which I absolutely despise with everything I am because I was bullied severely as a kid is to put others down. And that's bullying 101. When you try and put somebody else down to make yourself feel good, that's bullying, folks. So anyway, I didn't mess with that one. And then somebody else posted something which was just direct, rude, 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 and an insult to uh, my instructor holding the board and then also the kid breaking the board about uh, his arm should have been here if he knew what he was doing. And, folks, I'm going to say I lost it when I typed up a paragraph response now i know i shouldn't have done it but i did now my goal was to educate this person and it simply said i'm amazed at fellow martial artists who are against bullying who are all about bringing kids up about helping others become their very best choose to go on a page and try and steal the excitement the joy the energy the thunder from a kid just to throw your ego out there to make yourself feel better. And I went on for a few other things. And once again, how much time did I spend typing that thing up? A minute is too long, but I know I probably spent 15 minutes doing it. I shouldn't have done it because once again, someone, I read it, took my $10 for my $86,400. But yet, I just spent over $1,000 trying to teach them a lesson. Is that time well spent? Is that time invested properly? I had a podcast a few uh, podcasts ago. I think it was episode 98. Uh, I'm not 100% sure on the the exact number. But anyway, it was all about when you give somebody a piece of your mind, you know what you're actually giving up? Your peace of mind. Think about that, right? You're also giving up your time, your money, your energy. So anyway, applied back. And the whole time, once I hit send, what am I thinking about? Now, folks, I set the stage there. I set the story. How many times you replied back to something, and then what do you do? You are now invested in this conversation. You are now everything. You're all in. So you're automatically, in your mind, thinking about what you're going to say next when they reply back to you to get the last word in, to put them in their place. I get it. That's the way the human mind works. That fight or flight, baby. You're locked in now. We're going to fight this thing out. And unfortunately, we're behind social media, so you're never going to win that fight. (laughs) I oftentimes wish we could do this face-to-face, and we would find out that maybe on a lot of areas, we, we want the same thing. We're just not communicating well because the written word is interpreted according to the person interpreting it, right? So I may have meant one thing, but it was interpreted this way. So anyway, you spend that time waiting, that time you could be spending, that, that time, right? Time, you, you never get it back. 
You could be investing that and spending time with your family, your friends, your loved ones, playing with your kids, reading a book, listening to a podcast, doing something that's going to help you become better. But no, you're focused in on uh, waiting for that reply to come back. And then when they don't reply back, you're thinking, part of you says, ha, showed them, didn't I? Yes, I did. But then the other part's thinking, oh, maybe they're, maybe they took the high road. I don't know. Once again, the more time you invest, the more time you think about it, the more time you're wasting and not investing, you can never get it back. And that was just a couple days ago for me. Like I said, I'm a work in progress. But I wanted to share that story with you because I know so many hundreds, thousands, millions can relate to that. So I want you to think about that. My goal is planting seeds, baby. And if I plant that seed in your mind, the next time you go to reply back, maybe you'll think, oh, you know what? Is this really worth it? Now, if the answer is yes, and you think it is, go ahead. But the bad thing is, the more times you get in the habit of replying back, the easier it's going to become to reply back. The more times you work and focus on not replying back, that also becomes a habit, and you don't reply back as much. There you go. So their time, the most valuable, valuable, priceless commodity on the planet, time. So just to recap, you got $86,400 to start each day. That's the seconds in a day. Somebody steals 10, maybe even 100 of those seconds or 100 of those dollars if you want to put it in dollar amount. Do you waste the rest of that 86000 trying to get back that 100 Or sometimes, you know, it doesn't just stop one day. You carry it for two, three, four, five days. What is 86400 times five? I have no idea. <laughs> you could do the math on that. But it's a large exuberant amount, right? Let it go. Learn from me. Learn from my mistakes. Take that seed that I've just planted, water, and cultivate that thing. Utilize that time right. Invest that time in your family, your friends, your kids, and yourself to be your very, very best. All right, folks. Bang! Was that exciting? I thought so. Love it, love it, love it, love it. And I love you too. And I mean that. I'm not too big to say it. I'm not too macho to say I love you. Nope, can't say it. That's not tough guyness. Uh-uh. No. Everybody needs love in their life. Everybody's wearing a sign. My, my, my youngest team members, part of our TNT, our teachers in training, nine-year-olds, Emmett knows, everybody's wearing a sign. And I'll ask them, hey, what's that sign say? And they'll say, make me feel special. Everybody's wearing that sign. Make me feel special. It's just that extra reminder to do what we can to help out others. Most importantly, we got to feel good about ourselves in order to help out others, right? So make yourself feel special. Do the right things. Plant the right seeds. Be the best person you can and invest that time wisely. All right, that's all I got for you, folks. As always, thank you very, very much for taking time out of your busy day to be with me. I mean it. Love you. Thank you. Share this message. Help empower others because collectively we are making our society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live. We're doing it, folks. All right, share this with somebody who can benefit. You know that. Make sure you download, subscribe, give us a little five-star feedback uh, to let others know exactly what kind of message we're presenting here. Check out the uh, Facebook page. Kicking Life with Master Grogan, and the Instagram page, Kicking Life underscore Master Grogan. Check those babies out. Like, subscribe, and uh, friend, and all that other stuff. You know how to do it. And, of course, our podcast can be found on, uh, where can it be found? iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcast from. Or simply go to the three W's, www.kickinglifepodcast.com. All right, folks. Well, until we talk again, you get out there and do your best. And I promise you'll be your very best. God bless you. God bless your loved ones. I can't wait to talk to you again real soon. Have a blessed day, everybody. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. 
Thank you very much, everybody, for listening to another exciting Kickin' Life podcast. This is Master Rich Grogan, your Kickin' Life guru, reminding you you can find our podcast online at kickinlifepodcast.com or through iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcast. Tune in next week, another exciting show coming your way. In the meantime, you get out there and do what you do best, and I promise you'll be your very best. Have a blessed day, everybody. Talk to you real soon. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.